Hello, everybody, and indeed, welcome to another edition of the Chicago Tony V Show. Welcome specifically to episode 184 for Thursday, October 21st, 2021. There's two 21s in there. 21st, 2021. Think of all the uh, blackjack players, right? Some of those gambling addicts who just got a, a little jolt of excitement in realizing that there are two 21s in today's date. Hell, I'd go to the boats in celebration of that, right? I don't know. Good morning. Happy Thursday. I missed all you guys yesterday. This was this was rough for me. This was rough. Missing a show. I hate missing shows. Kind of like some of you have uh, told me that like today's or uh, that our show, we do this every morning on Reddit. Um, so, uh, what time? Uh, 7 a.m. I'm so tired. I don't even know what time it is. We do this every morning. So it's like so a lot of you have told me it's part of my routine. Well, it's part of my routine, too. I put up our uh, Twitch graphic here because tomorrow we're making history for our show, right? Tomorrow morning is going to be the first ever Chicago Tony V show. First ever. That is not live streamed on Reddit. It's going to be live streamed on Twitch. On Twitch and on uh, 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 Twitter too. Twitter. It's going to be live stream on Twitter and Twitch, maybe even YouTube if we can get that worked out in time. But there's my, what do you call that? The URL, twitch.tv forward slash Chicago Tony V, like vegetable. So what you should do, here's here's what you should do, people. If you want to make history tomorrow and be on that uh, very first ever Chicago Tony V show Twitch live stream, Whatever, go 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 there today, go there now, whatever, and get on that Twitch page. I'm going to be very vague because I'm old and I don't really understand how the fuck Twitch works and all that shit. Anyway, go sign up to it so you can be notified tomorrow morning when we go live and you can be part of history. The Twitch thing is going to be really good for us, I think. We've uh, done a bunch of tests over there. We're going to be able to do a much more robust show. One of the things I'm super excited about, to be totally honest, is that, uh, of course, right here on the Reddit live stream, and you Spotify listeners at home that are listening to the Chicago Tony V Show podcast right now, you can't see that. But just trust me, my fat face is in this narrow little thing on the video window. Twitch is going to give us a nice wide angle view. You're going to be able to see way more of Studio B which is where I'm at today, or Studio A, when we do shows from Studio A. Either way, you're going to get a wide angle. We can have, uh, whereas now when we have callers, I'll, I'll, I'll show you, flash you the phone number here in a little bit later. But uh, when we have callers on the show, when we're over on the Twitch live stream, hell, you could do it video. You could be, boom, side by side, the big diesel, if you're feeling less than about your own appearance, you might want to try that. Get your, get your, uh, get a headshot, get on our show. Your face will be right next to my face. And chances are, it's going to make you look thin and slender. All right. If you're looking for that sort of jolt, you know, I would suggest that you might want to consider it. That's all I'm saying. 
That's all I'm saying. Twitch tomorrow, people. There's the uh, there's the thing. Now today is the 184th episode of our show. Can you believe that? We've been rocking and rolling all this time. So tomorrow we make history. Now, does this mean I'm abandoning Reddit? Absolutely not. I'm the king of Reddit, right? I'm the I'm the uh, I'm just uh, well known around these parts. If I do say so myself, it's because I've, hell, I've just put so many hours of live streaming up on this thing. Just people recognize me, which is great and flattering. I made, I've made all you beautiful friends this way. So I'm not leaving Reddit, but over time, I think our main show, the main show is going to kind of migrate over to some of these other platforms. It's going to be, ultimately it's going to be twitch and twitter and youtube i'm gonna dominate everybody i'm gonna freaking dominate which is my goal do you guys know i'm gonna mention this briefly i think i'm gonna talk about this more tomorrow but in one of my first ever reddit live streams some kid in the thing i i got i i got trolls back back in those days like big time which whatever i don't give a shit but there was one that got me early on. All he said was, morning, Grandpa. And it's like, you motherfucker. And kind of like to myself right then, I just thought, I'll show you, you little bastard. And here I am, 184 shows later. Now I'm the big diesel. I wish that dude would, uh, who knows, maybe the dude watches the show. I don't know. What a lively uh, comment section in the live stream this morning. Mammy says you are Reddit royalty for sure. That's very nice of you to say, Mammy. What a nice thing. <laughs> Tank says 184 hours plus of bong rip free programming. And that's true. And I'm very proud of that. I have not done a single bong rip on this show. Not a single one. Now that's... Uh, have I ever done a bong rip? Yeah, probably. It's been a long time, though. I'll tell you that. Let's see. Uh, yeah, Tank. Uh, Tank's showing off his math skills today. That's good. Oh, uh, I knew. I knew. Ill says, "What's this? We're recording the Chicago Tony V Show podcast right now. Let me put up another another graphic." That's what we do every morning here on uh, Twitter. And, uh, you know, you can find it on all the podcatchers, podchasers, and all that stuff. And uh, what I do for the show is I just hang out with all my beautiful friends that I've made on Reddit. Which I'm not leaving even though we're going to Twitch tomorrow. <laughs> Robo Kitty. Oh my God. What a dear. I, I really am flabbergasted, guys, that, uh, I mean, if I'm being completely honest, the fact that you guys show up every morning, it's beyond me. And it's like, I'm going to keep showing up if you guys keep showing up. That's the deal. Anyway, so yesterday, last night, I should say, yesterday was a busy day. I did, I did all sorts of adulting. I had uh, several adult meetings. Uh, which is, you know, uh, 
should I call it a rare treat? I don't know if I'd call it a treat. But uh, anyway, very busy day. Well, last night, some uh, some neighbors were, uh, a bunch of neighbors and kids were going out to the haunted house. And they're nice enough, you know, hey, you want to go along? Absolutely, I'll go along, you know. Now, I'm not a big, uh, I'm not a huge fan of haunted houses, whatever. I could take it or leave it, but just, you know, I, I, I think, uh, I mean, I like to have a good time and I love my neighbors and all that stuff. And it's like, absolutely. So we went out to this thing and uh, I, I really must say this thing was very well done. This whole industry of, uh, of haunted house uh, type things this time of year. I mean, some of these are just amazing operations. This thing, this thing does have billboards all over the place. Uh, I mean, this place must have had 100 employees at least, maybe 200, doing all sorts of stuff, you know? Can you imagine being a high schooler and, uh, yeah, your job is, uh, okay, you gotta, you're going to dress up like, uh, you know, Freddy Krueger. And you're just going to walk around and just kind of scare people? How awesome would that job be? You know, maybe you have like a little stack of post-it notes in your pocket. If you uh, if you find some beautiful baby in the crowd, you know, that you, you guys have a connection. And then you say, you say through your Freddy mask, you know. My name is actually uh, Tim. Here's my number. You know, you get that... You gotta, you gotta poke that post-it note with your phone number with one of your uh, metal knife talons, right? And you give it to this some high school hottie. It would be an awesome. It would be an awesome high school job. Amazing. Anyway, I haven't been in a haunted house in a while. The last one I was at was actually my favorite of all time. I was at the. Uh, this is several years ago. I was at the... There's a place in Gatlinburg, Tennessee, which is a lovely, fun place. Anyone should go. They have a great state park there. They have... Uh, they have this just awesome kind of main drag through Gatlinburg. Dollywood, which I think is the best theme park in the country. You heard it right. That's I'm sticking to it. Dollywood. Anyway, there's this haunted house in Gatlinburg called the Mysterious Mansion, top notch. That's the last one I had been to. Now that one scared the shit out of me, which is unique. I don't get scared at haunted houses. Now this one, I won't say I necessarily got scared at this one last night, but what I did get is startled. And I also got drained of energy. So it turns out this one, the, the, the new part of the experience for me on this one. Now, there were several neighbor neighbor kids, all the dinky dudes. They all know me very well. I'm like an uncle to all these kids, you know. And uh, and then some of my neighbor parents, right, coming along for the ride. And uh, we, we, we started through... There, there, there were like four or five different attractions you could do. Different, It's almost like four or five haunted houses in one. And I'd be walking through the, the first one, walking through. And then I have it, usually at least two kids 
just clinging to me behind me. And so the first challenge was actually at my center of gravity was totally thrown off. So it's one thing you're going through one of these haunted, ha- haunted houses and you know someone's going to jump out and just scare the shit out of you and yell something right in your ear. You know, that sort of thing to get you to just jump. So you brace yourself for that sort of thing. But then I, I couldn't find my center of gravity. So I always felt like I was actually going to fall over as we're trying to go through this thing. It was kind of unsettling. And sure enough, the first the, the first attraction at this place, you know, it's as you would it's as you would expect, right? It's people jumping out of nowhere. It was very, very well done. Very well done, which made it fun. It was super fun to see the kids on the edge of terror, right? They had this interesting mix of they enjoyed it, right? But there were moments where they're like, wait a minute, wait, wait, what if we accidentally got into a real, what if this is not for, for fun? We might have stumbled into a real haunted house, you know? Some of those kids, I'm convinced, were thinking, oh, my God, my parents made a huge mistake because there's a dude with a chainsaw and it's real. Of course, it wasn't real. Tank says, Haunted House was my daughter's first job. Yeah, you said something about that on the Discord uh, yesterday, Tank, didn't you? Oh, and Tank's music homework, everybody, uh, is Aerosmith living on the edge. Yeah. Man, I can hear that in my head right now. 1C6999. Hello, welcome to the show. Welcome to the Chicago Tony B Show. We're recording podcast episode 184 as we speak. Uh, Robo says, I've only been to a haunted house once a few years ago. I imagine the ones in more rural areas would be cooler and more spacious than in Brooklyn. I think you're probably right. As a matter of fact, one of these, one of the main attractions was actually in the woods, in the forest. Was even forest in the name of this place? You know, I love how they all have like these, you know, you got to have a terrifying name. What the hell was this place called? You know, who knows? But I think like forest or woods, you know, wacky, wacky, murderous woods, freaky forest. Let's see. Death in the treetops. I don't know. I think trees were in the name of this place. You would think I know it because the billboards are everywhere. But yeah, Robo Kitty, I think the... So one of these was out an outdoor thing. So you walk through the woods. It was like the Hansel and Gretel shit, right? I said to our group, I'm like, who's dropping the breadcrumbs so we can make our way back? But the, it, it was a perfect night too. The moon was out. It was cloudy. We had that cloudy kind of reddish moon, which one of the kids said something like, uh, oh, it's a it's a blood moon or something like that. Like that's a real term. I was like, is that a real thing? He says, yeah, it comes, comes around periodically, a blood moon, I think he said. I'd never heard that term. <clears throat> Amber Glow has never been to a haunted house. How is that possible, dear? They're fun. They're fun. But I mean, I was so exhausted by the end of this thing. I mean, because again, 
we went through all this, these attractions and I had at least two kids clinging to me for dear life, pretty much through the whole thing. So like, it was a tremendous workout for me, really ultimately. It's like, <laughs> I felt like I, it was like plyometrics, you know, and uh, powerlifting all in, all in one. It was pretty good. Oh my God, so I gotta tell you about this one. One of these attractions was 3D. You put on 3D glasses. And the big the big trick with these haunted house things is they need to dull your senses like you so all of them are dark, you know. One of these attractions last night was actually pitch black, like almost through the whole thing. Like you could not see anything. You're walking in the pitch black. That was kind of challenging and interesting. Um So this 3D one, it was filled with uh, these, uh, you know, nasty clown people, which, you know, I don't like clowns in general, but then if you, like the, has anyone seen the killer clowns from outer space? Those dastardly alien clowns? These clowns in this one look like that. But so this one was, uh, it was difficult to see, not impossible like one of the other ones, but you're just, and this is how they, they put you in this, state where you kind of don't know what's going on so that when someone jumps out at you it's more scary and everything they put you on the edge just like Aerosmith you're living on the edge through the whole thing well there was this funny part of this particular one the 3D clown one that I just have to share <laughs> so toward the end we were in this section where it was uh, it was pitch black but then it's it's like they had a, a camera bulb, okay? And they'd give you just one flash, which kind of lit up everything, but just for a millisecond, right? So it would give your brain this uh, information, but just for a little blip, right? And then it would be fairly spaced out. Like we're talking, I mean, maybe 10 seconds before you get the next little blip. And of course, so when things have changed, now your brain is disoriented. It's like, oh, what just happened? Because, you know, people move in between there. And of course, same with the same with the killer clowns, right? You get one blip, there's a kill, killer clown out there like 10 feet. And you're just thinking, okay, what's he doing now? Holy crap, where is he? You get another blip and he's closer and it's it, it scares the shit out of you. In a way, the kids were terrified. It was so fun. Well, again, you can't see. You're not getting enough information. This little blip. So, and, and we did not know which way to go. Of course, when you're in these things and you're in the heat of the battle, one of the things you want to do is get the fuck out of the place. You know, let's finish this thing so we can breathe again. So this is a section, again, dark little blips and we don't know how to get out we're just groping our way through well there's a blip and in front of us i can see oh there's a there there's a hallway i can just kind of make it out all right we keep going blip eventually it's like there's a group of people up there this is good this is good right we're going that way so the kids clinging to me we're walking that way Blip. 
now the now the people in the hallway in front of us they are coming our way and they're getting closer and i'm thinking i'm thinking this is not so good this might mean we're going the wrong way because there are people coming our way now through this hallway and these weren't monsters these were people i could barely make it out with these little blips of light a little a little bit uh, a little bit goes by there's a blip it's like oh my god the people are right there they aren't stopping don't they see that they're about to walk into us right but i had no other option i wasn't going to turn around i was hoping they're going the wrong way and we're going the right way i just figured this hallway in front of us this is the way to get out of this fucking place but when they were close to us on that latest light blip right that we were all starving for so our brains could get information about where we were. They were right there. So it's like, uh, we're gonna run into these people, which is fine, because then let's have a discussion, right? And then and then we did, in the total dark, we did run in. We ran in. Little blip. It's like, oh my God, they're right. And I'm just like, which? Why are you coming back this way? Where do we go? But it was like, we couldn't go. It was a standstill. We couldn't go any further. And then finally, there's a blip of light. And I realized we are all leaning into a, basically a mirror. It was ourselves that we saw on this fucking thing the whole time. It was hilarious. <laughs> I was negotiating with us to try and figure out how the hell to get out. It was the most humiliating thing. It was so well done. The nice thing about those places, you know, because they're they're there to make money and everything, is all the monsters, the workers, they're trained that if someone is so dumb that they can't figure their way out, you gotta help them after a while. You know, so if you're just floundering, finally someone who was, you know, trying to scare you and all that stuff, eventually, they're just like, uh, yeah, go left. You see that little thing there? Just go left. Okay, turn, turn. Okay, you're good. Okay, go on. You know, they turn into regular people. It's hilarious. <coughs> That's my first non-cough button cough on the show, by the way. Historic. Just to remind everyone, tomorrow morning, our live show, our podcast recording is happening. Not on Reddit for the first time ever. There's our Twitch address up there, twitch.tv forward slash Chicago Tony V. If you want to be part of history, come on over and join us. And probably also, if you want to watch the big diesel, just flounder. Tomorrow's going to be your show, right? I've been pretty silky smooth and comfortable on this Reddit thing, which I love. I'm not leaving Reddit. Don't worry. Um, but, uh, I'm not going to be comfortable tomorrow morning because it's a completely different interface and I'm sure it's going to freak me out. But we'll see what I can do. See what I can do. Jeffrey, the vet author, is in the house. Good to see you, Jeff. Jeff's book is The Last of the Glowworms. You know, uh, our dear Georgie girl and I talked a long time ago about uh, having Jeff on some video to talk about his book. Georgie has read his book. 
And then Georgie uh, got put in the medical clink here. We hope to Christ she gets busted out tomorrow. What a marathon. But maybe once she's comfortable again, we're going to have Jeffrey on and we're going to talk about his book. Tank thinks I'm going to do well tomorrow at the uh, in the uh, Twitch universe. Thank you, sir. Thank you. You know, um, I do pretty well under pressure. Pretty well. I've got a pretty good track record. Let's see what time it is. Is it 724? 724. What else is going on? Let's see. Haunted house. Oh, my God. You guys want to know something funny. I also got to put something on my chat. I made a little note here in front of me near the near the mailbag. I just thought you guys might find this interesting. Now, and thank you, Tank. Tank says, if you struggle, do the pepperoni lean. I appreciate it, man. If I'm really struggling, oh, you better believe I'm going to flip on that, uh, you know, call in, that call in link. <laughs> Who wants to call me and talk while I, while I have a meltdown? I appreciate you, man. So listen, um, <clears throat> little insight into the life of the big diesel, right? And this is, this is why I'm one of the luckiest dudes on the planet, but I'm going to use, um, couple it was a couple nights ago couple nights ago I was now you guys all know live by myself yada yada let me get out my violin and uh, play you a sad song but anyway I like yeah uh, what is today Wednesday so let's say Monday evening I interacted with so many pepperonis now you guys have my phone number right it's on the show so I get calls. You guys have my email address. I get texts. We're on the Discord. Well, so it just so happened like Monday, I had so much interaction. And for me, it's lovely. I love it, right? So thank you and keep it up. And it's great. <clears throat> Tank's going to contact Dobbs today, he says. Are you really going to do that, Tank? That is fascinating. That is fascinating. It can truly be said. I model their hats every day across the internet. Dobbs of New York. Anyway, but here's a funny little insight, okay? Now, something you pepperonis will do from time to time as you're reaching out, which again, I love. You'll reach out and you'll say, uh, oh yeah, I was on this other live stream and XYZ, you know, I thought of you or... Um, or, uh, yeah, it's, if it's ever like, oh, I was watching this other live streamer, you want to know something funny inside? I get insanely jealous. <laughs> that's the one, that's the one pepperoni communication that like hurts my heart. There's something inside of me that's like, holy shit. What if they like the other live stream better than, the, than, than our show? What if, you know, what if, what if, what if? All you guys mean a lot to me. And it's just a thing in my brain. So I'm don't stop telling me that. It's fine. This is, and I recognize it in myself that this is a silly thing. I have to laugh. But that's my first place. 
you guys are like, oh, I, I just watched this other live streamer, and I just think to myself, I'll, I'll show that motherfucker. I'm just going to make the best show ever. It's a jealousy thing. I don't know. Uh, Robo says, I told you two nights ago I was watching a YouTube live stream. You got jealous? Yes, I did. Yes, I did. I'm being totally honest, Robo Kitty. Totally honest. You're not the only one. Uh, uh, I mean, I've had several of these sort of uh, pepperonis tap me on the shoulder recently and just saying, because, and I shouldn't be surprised, right? Because that's how we met, right? You were watching a live stream. So, of course, you watch live streams. That's what it is. You know what's funny? I watch live streams. But, uh, yes, you told me you were watching a YouTube live stream. And I, 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 I got to go to that part of my brain. I don't know what this is. Is it competitive? Am I overly competitive? But I just thought to myself, whoever this person is, I'm going to show this motherfucker. This, I'm going to bury this thing. <laughs> it's bad. <laughs> Robo Kitty says, I literally changed my whole life schedule to watch your stream. You know, my work is partially done, Robo Kitty. Partial. Let's see. See, here's the thing. I was telling. I can't remember who I was telling. I think it was to a pepperoni. The other day on the phone. Beautiful phone call. I have this thing. Um. Oh, now this is interesting. Anyway, let me finish my thought. And then I'm going to get to a mischievous comment Robo just made. I have this thing where I. I live in the future, pretty much. I'm always looking like five moves ahead. And I think that's maybe partially some of the secret sauce of, you know, like like when I'm talking to podcasting friends who they're working so hard and whatever and can't get anyone to listen to their show or whatever, which is really make I By the way, I got to do more to promote some of my podcast friends because they're, they're good people. They're working real hard. But part of it is this thing. I just have this thing where I'm just, I'm already two years down the road. There's things I do because of a plan I'm working already way in the future. Let me get to this robo comment. Get the, ch check this out. I'm going to turn down this swing jazz music. So to make sure you can hear this. Robo says, I had a feeling it would make you jealous. Robo, did you do that to me on purpose? This is not good. This is not good. Tank says, Don Tony, every pepperoni altered their schedule to watch this hour every morning. And I'm flabbergasted. All, all I'm saying, I you know, I think maybe I have that thing. I, maybe I have that thing that like uh, enter some entertainers like they're just uh, crazed. Maybe this is like the like I was watching that uh, Iron Man movie, right? And he has that 
weird-ass nuclear battery thing in his chest. Maybe this... I don't know what it... What is it? Jealousy? Insecurity? I don't know what it is. But maybe whatever that is, is going to be the nuclear energy just to drive me to dominate. Part of the energy, as I said earlier in this show, to drive me to just really be good at this is that fucking kid who called me grandpa in like live stream number three or whatever. That gave me some fuel. But yeah, things like, uh, yeah, the thought of uh, Robo Kitty has something better to do. Oh God, I'm going to use all my powers to make sure that doesn't happen. <laughs> it's so sad. You are our high fructose corn syrup. We're addicted, says Tank. <laughs> Robo says, I, I just had a moment of contemplation when I when I said I was watching a live stream where I thought you might get jealous. Oh my god. By the way, I do I didn't intend for this to be some some sort of uh I was not trying to elicit, elicit praise from you guys, right? I just thought it would be funny to share with and just be honest. Like, so yeah, Robo, you're absolutely right. Yes, you sent that, and it was it was a little jolt, right? But but uh, I tell you, so I actually I was saying to one of the kids uh, at the haunted house, like on the way there, one of these. Uh, Dinky Doos was, uh, said, I, I wonder what I'm going to do for a job when I grow up, right? And, uh, I said, I said to this kid, I said, well, one, if you can, if you can figure out what you're good at and that you really, really enjoy, that's going to set you up so that you can just go full force. You can just put all your effort into something. So when you're young, try try finding try a bunch of different stuff so you can find out what you're really good at. And uh, and I, I was telling this kid that just based on my real life experience, like I stumbled on this thing that we're doing right now, totally by chance. And it turns out this might be I don't know, but this might be the thing I was made to do. I certainly enjoy the hell out of it. It's certainly been life-changing. Some of you crazy people seem to enjoy it. And what this allows me to do is to just go completely balls to the wall. You know, which part of me, I've, you know, I've always wanted to do that. Let's say, you know, a kid growing up watching uh, sports figures and stuff. I'm trying to think. I remember a baseball player, an old-timey baseball player. And they, I can't remember the name of this guy, but whatever, really, really good way back in the day. And they said, this dude, one of the things he did was simply hit a, he swung a bat, hit a, a ball off of a tee, right? Tee ball. This guy would do this as a pro. He did it like a thousand times a day, a thousand times, like on the side, outside of practice and everything. It's like he... He got to immerse his entire life. Anyway, Robo thinks her schedule has been altered now. Well, w wait till she wakes up in a few years and I've used all my powers to, you know, convince her to 
to, uh, you know, move to Sheboygan. <laughs> like I said, I'm several years in advance. <laughs> Allegedly for entertainment purposes. But uh, it feels good to get that off my chest. And it's so fascinating, Robo, that you had an inkling. I wonder if this is going to make him jealous. Totally did. Others, Mammy was telling me about a live stream. And I, same thing. It's like, God damn. I'm going to double my efforts and be as awesome as I possibly can be. You know what? I love you guys. That's what it is. Love you guys. Let's see what's in the mailbag, everybody. Tomorrow morning. Historic. Be there, be square. Okay, let's see. Uh, where the hell is my mailbag? Here it is. Sofa, sofa, sofa. Welcome to the show. Welcome. You just made it in time for the mailbag. Let's see what's in there. Dear Tony, drama at work today. I put in my two weeks notice today because I found a new job that promises to suit me much better. To my surprise, my boss got visibly angry and told me to pack my things and go immediately. No need to come back in, he said. I've been a good employee with no history and no bad reviews, so I know I was valued there. I'll save you from my actual reaction to this incident and I'll ask you, how should I have responded to my boss when he so rudely told me to leave right away? This is from Glenn from Pittsburgh. Uh, before I forget, anyone who wants to write in a letter, I love it. We all love it. Uh, send it to ChicagoTonyV at gmail.com. And let me get to Robo's comment real quick before we get to Glenn's letter. She says, hey, Tony, what was that place with your favorite sandwich you used to talk about? The place is Bennigan's. The sandwich was the Monte Cristo. And now, Robo Kitty, you have put that back in my brain today. Can you read that again? I missed the first half, says Robo. Anything for you, dear. Anything. We've already established that I need to keep you as a listener. I need this deep in my soul for some reason. So here we go. Dear Tony, drama at work today. I put in my two weeks notice today because I found... A new job that promises to suit me much better. To my surprise, my boss got visibly angry and told me to pack my things and go immediately. No need to come back in. I've been a good employee with no history of any bad reviews, so I know I was valued there. I'll save you from my actual reaction to this incident, and I'll ask you, how should I have responded to my boss when he so rudely told me to leave right away? Glenn from Pittsburgh. Okay, here's my take. And I say now, now I, I'm I think I'm actually very well uh, qualified to answer this because I've employed uh, a lot, a lot, a lot of people over the years. Shit can several of them, you know that sort of thing. Uh, here's what you do: be polite. Okay. I'll I'll move on out. You just you just you bail. You don't. I mean, you've you've put in your two weeks, which is nice. Most employers would have a brain, right? Or at least thankful that oh, okay, I, at least I have a little time to replace this person, right? Um, it sounds like your boss is kind of a hothead, right? I'm probably I'm sure very stressed out. 
especially right now. Employers all over the place, myself included. It's a total shit show trying to get good people. I don't know why no one's applying for jobs anymore. It's whacked. So maybe your boss was stressed or whatever. Doesn't matter. The bottom line is, if he says hit the road right now, just keep it classy. Oh, okay. All right, will do. All right, and just pack pack up your shit and enjoy your two-week vacation. I hope that's what you did, Glenn. I hope you didn't fight this thing. When you, when you quit a job, right, managerial people are stressed all the time, often, I, many of them, right? It's a stressful thing. You know, he's probably got numbers to hit, blah, blah, blah. So he he's thinking about himself and he panicked and he's maybe he's kind of a dick, you know, whatever. Sounds like uh, it's good that you left because you worked with a bit of a hothead anyway. And uh, good luck to you, Glenn. That's my take. Amber says, this is this is back to the running theme of insecure uh, uh, Tony needs all the love he can get from every last pepperoni. Amber says in the comment section, I've gotten to where I wake up earlier even on the weekends. Sorry for the later response. Busy morning already. <laughs> I'm always flabbergasted when, uh, I mean, let's face it, like Georgie's called in from the freaking hospital, right? God love her. Uh, I mean, Robo's in the listening and the, on the way to work, you know, we, I remember Robo did a call in, uh, at least one, like from work, she was, you know, she was on duty, but had a little free time and called into the show. It's, uh, I mean, whatever I, I have. No reason to complain. Uh, let's see. Next letter. Let's see. We're at 742. Okay. Dear Tony, my friends and family know me as the funny guy and seem to love having me around because I'm the life of the party. What they don't know is that I have a deep, dark sadness inside that I'm totally masking. I have demons that they don't know about and I've never talked about. When I was 13 years old, I was sexually abused by a neighbor. This happened on multiple occasions. Something tells me that I would feel much better if I started talking about this with the people around me, but I'm totally afraid to do it. I feel very accepted right now and I don't want to bum people out. How do I get this off my chest, but keep my happy circle of friends and family? Uh, this is from Clarence V. Thank you. Thank you for your letter, Clarence. Wow. What a letter. What a thing. And uh, that's amazing. Uh, I'll start out by saying, uh, you know, I'm not qualified really to give you a good answer. I'll just give you my thoughts. Um. I guess my the first thought that comes to my mind, Clarence, is, uh, you know, good on you for uh, having the balls to say something, right? Maybe this is the start. You're already kind of feeling like uh, getting this off my chest, you know, is a good thing, and I'm sure you're right. So writing to a dude like me is maybe a good start. Although, as I said, totally unqualified. I'm not going to be able to help you. But it's a start, right? 
I mean, what I would say off the top of my mind is it's, it seems like maybe you need to talk to a professional, you know, lots of people, um, you know, lots of people seek out counseling and that sort of thing. And, uh, you know, I have tons of friends who say that's helped them, you know, even in the podcasting world, like, uh, uh my buddy, the great Tim McCarthy from the 20 Tim minutes podcast, he's talked on his podcast several times about, you know, he has a therapist and that sort of thing. And these, so these, uh, are these life events are, uh, things that, um, you, you talk it out with, a professional person. I'll give you, I'm just, I'm actually going to give you a name. Um, and it's just, uh, someone that happens to be a buddy of mine. He's pretty world renowned, uh, psychologist, but oddly enough, he, he does stuff over the phone. So like his, his clients are like basically from around the world. Uh, his name is Doug Lyle. L-I-S-L-E, which oddly enough is the name of the town I grew up in. Doug is a totally great dude. And he's a genius, I think, in uh, helping people with these sorts of life events. And just, just he has this way of giving people um, a perspective and some kind of skills and some ideas that they just, they just didn't, weren't able to come up with themselves. Let's see. How do you contact Doug? He has a website. I think it's uh, called esteemdynamics.com or .org. Esteem Dynamics. I think that's how you can... I think on that site, there's a way to uh, contact him. He is a podcast. He does a great podcast called uh, Beat Your Genes. The Beat Your Genes podcast. I mean, you might reach out to Doug. I have... I have Absolutely no uh, doubt that he could help you. The other th- interesting thing about Doug is like he doesn't, he's not one of these people that um, that will put you on a schedule like, okay, call me every Thursday. His He's so good that you've got a thing that's gnawing at you. You call him one time and that's it. You're I mean, it, and he'll be like, ah, if you want to call me again, go for it. So like he's actually a guy I could reach out to if I if I could be like uh yeah I have this thing where some of my friends on my live streamers are starting to cheat on me they're starting to go to other live streamers I could I could call up Doug Lyle just be like how do, how do I work through this Doug and he'd set me straight as a matter of fact when you when you figure out that uh that number for Doug Clarence, go ahead and send it over to me so I don't have to look it up myself. All right, 747. Oh, uh, good morning, interesting dust 6078. Welcome to the show. Welcome to our show. Nice to see you. We do this every morning, and it's oh come all ye faithful time now. Let's see if we have a an appropriate. I'm hoping all the faithful tomorrow come on over to uh, Twitch for our first ever live stream of the Chicago Tony V show outside of Reddit. This is going to be historic. It's going to be a wider screen. You'll see more of Studio B. There's the address, twitch.tv forward slash Chicago Tony V. Hope you can make it. Okay, next letter. Dear Tony, I gather through recent shows that you are getting serious about your health and about weight loss. Indeed, I am. Great job. 
I've been battling my weight for pretty much my entire adult life. Can you talk a bit about what you're doing now? And have you had any significant periods of success in the past? I'm looking for any shred of advice slash hope I can find. This is from Molly K. Uh, Molly, thank you for your letter. Molly, I'm sure you're beautiful as you are. Consider that first. But uh, okay, on to the on to the uh, answering your question. Yes, I've become much more interested, and I'm early. I'm early, 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 and basically, I think you would call it a low carb lifestyle. The the uh, the beautiful, the smart as a whip, the funny, the elusive, Robo Kitty. You know, sort of turned me on to this really quite a while ago. And unfortunately, I'm, you know, enough of a meathead, right? That I can't just, I can't just recognize someone smarter than me and then just, just borrow her brain willy nilly. I gotta, I gotta mull it around and I gotta complicate things. But now I'm there. And I will say it's working extremely well. I've been, I don't know, I'm, I've been on a low carb for, 10, 11, uh, what is today? Thursday, 12, no, 10, let's say 10 days. I've actually, I actually lost 10 pounds in 10 days. Good morning, eight weight. It's a very fitting Reddit name for, uh, the topic of this current letter. So for me, low carb is really good. It's been easy. I, one of the things I love about it recently is, uh, I mean, I'm not hungry. Like it's, there's no food drama. I've also been doing this one meal a day. And really, I mean, the last four or five days, it's it's not been an issue at all. Even the first several days, not so bad. But especially the last few days, not a, not a problem at all. It's been beautiful. So I'm going to keep going. I'm going to keep going. I've, I've always said, um, again, I mean, Robo laid it all out for me a while ago and I'm just too I'm just too thick-headed right interesting dust 6078 says I really think uh, eating as clean as possible is very helpful the additives and preservatives in foods your body has a hard time digesting and fighting I think that's totally true like what I'm eating every day it, it really is down to the basics I mean uh, and this is why I love anyone who's uh, whatever, like a protein eater and stuff. I I I think everyone should find a local butcher shop they really like and uh, and go that way. Don't don't go with one of these big big chains. The the product is just not as good. My butcher actually they actually have their own farm, you know, out in the outskirts of the Cincinnati area that that then then gets brought into the. To the uh, shop closer to the Cincinnati area, right? So I love my butcher shop. I uh, I'm there all the time, all the time. I'm also doing this rowing machine, Molly. I have it, uh, and and part of my secret sauce there um, is. Uh, it's right in front of my gigantic, stupid TV, right? So I can sit there and catch up on football games or uh, 
I was uh, the other day I was watching uh, an old electric light orchestra concert. How's that for some music homework tank? ELO, fabulous band. Um, I'll just sit there in a row. Have a good old time, Molly. Good luck. God love you. If you uh, if you need help, if you if you need support, reach out. I'll give you Robo's phone number. <laughs> just kidding. Um, Tank says my elliptical has become an expensive coat rack. You know, I'm really I'm really proud of myself, Tank, so far because I so I bought the rowing machine. You guys know because I talked about it. It's been what a couple months maybe. I was fast and furious, of course, because it's a new toy. And then it did sit there for a couple of weeks, which really chapped my ass. But after that, I've been really pretty, uh, pretty faithful on that thing. I, I feel good about that. I've, I'm, I'm good with my rowing. It's a good part of my day. Like it. And it's helping me become even hotter than I am now, which is, oh man, look out, ladies. Okay, another letter. We're at 7.53. Good morning. Happy Thursday, everybody. I love you guys. I missed you yesterday. I want you to know that. Okay, dear Tony, of all things, there is a drone that has been flying over my house on a very regular schedule three times a day, 9 a.m., 1 p.m., 6 p.m. Like clockwork, this started happening on October 1st. What the hell is today? 21st okay so 20 days I've asked around the neighborhood to figure out if this might be coming from one of my neighbors I uh, I published to that neighborhood app and some other neighbors acknowledge that they have seen it too but nobody is admitting ownership I hate it and this pisses me off I assume my home is being videotaped in some way as the drone flies by that's not cool I have half a mind to shoot it out of the sky. What would you do? This is Ken from Portage, Michigan. It's so funny. As I was reading that letter, I just kept thinking about Tank, right? I I actually, I kept thinking Tank would shoot that sucker out of the sky. And now here's, this guy says that's what I want to do. You know, I feel you. Honestly, okay, that's first of all, that's weird that you have a drone and that it's like clockwork. Um, I can only assume that uh, this is part of this this infrastructure now of they're, they're marching us all towards uh, uh, actually becoming the Jetsons cartoon like in real life. Tank says I would have shot it on the second pass. <laughs> God. Yes. <laughs> anyway. Uh, so I think you are totally right to have this piss you off. Now, the problem is, I'm assuming that the overlords have, uh, you know, created all the laws that are just going to allow them to do whatever the freak they want. And there's probably nothing you can do. These these drones probably have better rights than we do, right? Uh, DC Tonic is in the house. Says I I believe in aliens, my guy. Um, you know you should maybe know Robo Kitty, but if you get too close, I will seriously shiv you. I'm not even kidding. Um, 
Amber thinks, see if you can follow it. See if you can follow the drone. That, that might even be dangerous. I mean, can you imagine totaling your car because you were trying to trying to follow some... Uh, I, I figure it's... Well, why would it be three times like clockwork? That's weird. You would think it would be willy-nilly. Well, right there, that tells me it's not an enthusiast, right? It's not like some kid... If it's like clockwork, it's part of some organization. <laughs> Tank would have sold the parts, right? My God. You would have shot it down, Tank, and you would have just uh, had it up on eBay in a day, right? DC Tonic. Oh, DC Tonic says, do I believe in aliens? Oh, okay. Now we're on to something. Uh, okay. Um... I think uh, the universe is so vast, it's got to be something out there. Got to be. And I also think there are uh, some credible uh, testimonies, credible testimonies of, of credible uh, people that lead me to believe that there's something. There's something going on. But have I seen any hard, fast evidence? Absolutely not. Have I looked into it very carefully? No, I have not. So all I've got for you... All I've got for you, DC, is just kind of a hunch. I think there must be something out there. The universe is so vast. I just don't know what it is. I, Robo says, Tyler got jealous and sat right on my laptop and put his face blocking Tony's face. Wait a minute. His face. Okay, so he's looking at you? If he's looking at me then he's what he's trying to do is superimpose a kitty butthole right replace he's trying to re replace my face with his own sphincter which i take great offense at now if he's replacing it with his face if he's looking at you robo okay i can deal with that i can deal with that He's a handsome boy. He just is. Tyler is Robo Kitty's uh, actual kitty, and he is very handsome. Amber thinks, "Oh, you're bound to run into the person controlling it if you follow it in your car." That's funny. That's a funny thought. I don't know. Uh, Ken, I would uh, maybe even call. Oh, shit, who do you call? Even you can't really call the cops, right? And be like, "There's this drone that keeps going over." I'm sure they would tell you in about. Uh, you know, in no time. Uh, yeah, we've got better things to do. Sorry. I mean, I can't even get the cops to care about this uh, break-in at my office, right? Tank says, if Tyler likes the video, he's trying to tell uh, you something, Robo. Oh, oh, that's interesting. That's interesting. Maybe Tyler's sitting there and trying to telepathically uh, just be like, why would you even mess with this this uh, this person's live streaming confidence? Maybe he's thinking, stop with the other live streamers, Robo Kitty. Maybe he's on my side. That's interesting. I might just uh, I might just cling to that that thought. Seven fifty nine. Um, DC Tonic says, I feel. 
You could work for radio. What music would you play? Well, thank you, DC. If I could work for radio, I mean, so here's the way I'm wired. I am uh, fiercely independent. That's probably that's why I could never work for someone else. I mean, I guess, I guess if I was starving, maybe I could work for someone else. But I just hate to be told what to do. So, so if I did radio, I'd definitely do my own thing. I might even do. Uh, if I did radio, I might even do. What's the What's the show that that uh, skinny uh, fast food reviewer? does review bra our weekend review or something like that anyway that dude does has a ham radio show that goes across like several continents that skinny little dude it's actually very very good but it's it's his own concoction that's what i would do and what music would i play um oh yeah tank tank could be my dj absolutely that would be a good way to go. I'd sit there and run my fat face and then Tank would spin records. Oh, the Comiskey kid is in the house. Good to see you, kid. How's how's the little boy doing this morning? How's he been? Wonder when he's going to be old enough to uh, take to a haunted house. You got to you got to wait a little bit. I got some dinky dudes in my neighborhood that they're just a little too young. If we had taken them to this haunted house, it might have scarred them for a while. One of the kids we did take, he, his big, <laughs> his thing as we were going back to the car, he's like, I didn't even wet my pants. I'm so proud of myself. <laughs> All right, Tank. See you, buddy. Actually, I got to go make money, too. Good to see you, my friend. Always a pleasure. Everybody, everybody. Uh, Thank you for spending the morning with me. This is fabulous. Tomorrow morning, we're going to be on uh, Twitch. We're going to be live on Twitter. Okay. Check it out. Now, I'm probably going to do a live stream here on Reddit beforehand. I'll do a pre-show on Reddit just to give everybody one last reminder. But then we're going to go up on uh, Twitch. So hopefully you're following so you can chime in. It's, it's going to be historic. It's going to be really fun. Uh, I love you guys and I like you guys you're good people and uh, you know never forget that you're um, you're a big 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 part of my morning and I thank you for it so I will see you tomorrow morning it's going to be a historic day hopefully I get my sleep I know I'm going to be up super early sweating bullets about this whole thing anyway until we meet again I just want to remind you don't take any shit from anybody Okay. All right. See you tomorrow. Be good.